it's still real to me, damn it! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. My name is Cam Porter. With me, as per usual, my wonderful co-host, Michael Zam. And hold it. This is going to be the longest one yet. I'm serious. This is... I want to get, like... I want people to stop listening because of the way to say <laughs> Pino. Zampino. It was a solid 30 seconds. Yes. Eventually, eventually it's going to be two hours. Thank God for the theme song. <laughs> I know, right? Or that would truly be dead air. <laughs> I don't know how long the theme song... Like, I always mean to time the theme song out so I can go and tell the theme song ends. Well, then I'm not going to tell you. Nah. I almost it. just blurted it out and then was like, <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's counterproductive to what I yeah, want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is uh, goodbye, I guess. Thanks for listening. <laughs> goodbye. By the way, uh, Happy New Year. This will be our first oh, show of 2018. Right. That's right. Yeah, 2018. And, hope you uh, had a great New Year. Yeah. Hope you hope you came and saw me at the Looney Bin. <laughs> hope everything was good. 2018 in real time, but we're still in 1989 here in uh, That's right. podcast land. We're watching the Chai Town Rumble. Chai Town. Chai Town. From, and they, you know, never... from, from Chicago, Illinois. Ch- Chicago. That's the thing. They're never accurate. Like, Magnum TA says Chi-Town. Jim Ross says Chi-Town. Yeah. And then it's just up in the air on who, uh, like, what everyone else says. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's just funny because it's one of those things where you're like, uh, you know, when someone goes, is it is it chi- Chi-Town? Chi-Town? And you're like, do you say Chicago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then no. It's Chi-Town. 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 But you look as at it, I always thought it was Chi-Town. I always thought it was Chi-Town. Well, I mean, that's just the problem with giving uh, groups of letters multiple sounds. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like... Other uh, languages don't fuck around like that. It's like... They're like, no, this letter makes this sound all the time. (laughs) Yeah. All the time. Yeah, that's it. It's like that revolutionary guy, Che Guevara. Che. See, no, it's pronounced Che. Yeah, yeah. But it's spelled Che. It's a soft C-H. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) You got your soft C-Hs and your hard C-Hs. And your ch Kachai Town Rumble. Kachai Town Carumble. So, yeah, this took place in Charlotte, North. No, sorry. Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. It's <laughs> the name of the thing, man. <laughs> February 20th, 1989, at the UIC Pavilion, mm-hmm. which I imagine later became something else. Yeah, probably. The United Center, maybe. I have no idea. Something like that. I don't know my landmarks. Oh, you don't know your Chicago stadiums? I don't stadiums. know my Chicago, yeah, no. <laughs> I am not versed in my Chicago landscapes. Well, we had uh, we had several Chicago celebrities, and by several I mean like two. <laughs> um, one of them was the president of the Chicago White Sox. Okay. Good, good get. Yeah. Uh, the other was, the at the time, the rookie fullback. For the Chicago Bears, which fullback is not even really a position anymore. I don't. I have no like, idea. That position has been almost completely eliminated okay. just with modern football the way it is. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, there's a few teams that still have a, a but fullback. But it's not like a... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so they had that guy, and then they had another Chicago Bear that I don't know if you noticed, but 
Jim Ross had to get his name from someone, apparently. Oh, no. Because he just goes, and there we have another one of the Chicago Bears. Pause, pause, <laughs> pause, pause. And then he says his name. <laughs> it's like, you know that whole time. He's like, Having fucking, find hey, that paper. Who's, yeah. who's this dickhead again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh and God. it was an it was an offensive guard, so another one of the like least known positions. Right. It's everyone that wasn't important to the team didn't have to be at practice. Exactly, <laughs> was able like, to go watch wrestling. Like on a basketball team, this would be like the equivalent of the uh, the third string center that never sees playing time still, in the regular season. Still over my head. Yeah, I don't know sports Fair at enough. all. <laughs> um, it, you guys can't see it if you go to the the Chi Town Rumble. Chi fuck off, Chi Town. Whatever it is. If you go to this... You, you talk how you talk, <laughs> I'll talk how I talk. If you go to the, the uh, Wikipedia page, you'll see the poster for the Chi-Town Rumble. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very confusing. Because one, it looks like Hulk Hogan, but it's not Hulk Hogan. Nope. It's Lex, Lex Luger. You know you know it's not Hogan because of how buff his stomach is. Right, but it's also like... He's also yellow trunks. And, yeah, but and he, his you face can't is, tell. He yeah. might have a bit of a mustache. His face is masked by the hands of... Animal. Road Warrior Animal. Road Warrior Animal. Uh, so the cover of this is Road Warrior Animal and Lex Luger, and they're apparently giants because there's a helicopter flying at Lex Luger's dick, <laughs> and there's like a small building it in the background. It is headed right towards his cock. Yeah, but the thing is, this match never happened. No, no. At least not in this pay-per-view. No, because Luger fights Barry Windham, yeah. and the Road Warriors face the Varsity Club. Yeah, so I don't know why they chose this photo. I don't either. And and it also sucks because it's breaking our new tradition of me making fun posters for each right. episode. But this one... this one is just not really yeah, possible. The hands are covering most of Luger's face. Yeah. So it's going to... Yeah, that'd be too tough. Yeah. Maybe there's an uh, alternate... It's just not worth it. Yeah, fuck it. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just put our names like in the in the empty space in the B. Yeah, there we go. There, yeah. We uh we had some really sweet uh intro music on this one. Yeah, this was like full on eighties. I wrote down that it sounds like something that would be in Blade Runner. I, well, go ahead and play it because yeah. Uh, yeah, I had. It almost sounds like an early Cure song. It kind of does. Yeah. Like like the Cure from uh, 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 seventeen seconds of that era. Uh, <laughs> Let's go for a walk. You know what I mean? It sounds like totally like it could be a Cure song. It does. When I well, yeah, as it was playing, I was like, oh, I I kind of dig this one. I like it. Yeah, this is the one I enjoyed the most. I want to go. Is that the same song they play at the very end too? Because the end I believe song, so. Okay. Because Ian's song was really Maybe good, not. too. Let's, let's jump there. Let's, yeah, let's find let's out. See. Three titles change hands here tonight. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is the same. It's the same. You're right. Ricky the Dragon, okay. Steamboat, the new world Either way, I dig it. I like it. It's I like cool. It. I like yeah. a lot. A lot. So we get that. Then we get our introduction to our announcers, Jim Ross and Magnum TA. Which this one threw me off because the last couple times, the first people that we see speak are not the ring announcers. Right. They've but been like time, cutting to someone else. But this yeah. time they only had it's JR and Magnum. It's just them. And then they've got Bob Cottle in the back doing Yeah, yeah. He's doing the interviews. Yeah. But this, yeah, it starts off with him. And then we get a second intro. Yeah, that was really strange. I, yeah. wrote, I wrote down that uh, like... JR and Magnum TA intro, then weird and unwanted and long montage. Yes. yes. Like a long montage of like, how did we get here? Right. Why is this guy mad at this guy? Right. Which is usually like they'll do the video packages before the match. Yeah. To let you Which know they but this kind time, of did, but it was yeah, just but, like stills almost. But this time they just did it at the beginning of the show. It's weird. Yeah. Here's why everyone's mad. We'll get to it later. Yeah. Very oddly, oddly placed. Then we get uh, 
a, a rare promo before any of the matches. Before anything, yeah. We get uh, Michael P.S. Piece of Shit Hayes. <laughs> uh, Michael Pure Sausage Hayes. Pure Sausage. Uh, yeah, my, my note to that was... Uh, Calm down, Michael Hayes. We <laughs> yeah. should actually play his that promo. He just uh, he's right out of the gate, just like a, a a million miles an hour and way too loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. Here's the here's the this second is the, intro, which also pretty. I mean, it's this fun one music. sounds like uh uh. Yeah. <laughs> What's that band? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 80, random 80s band yeah. number three. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ooh, I like this part. Breakdown. This like, is a long ass like, second uh, intro. I t- I'm told that's what I wrote. I was like, I know. long. It was long. It was too long. Okay, I think it's right after this. Yeah. <laughs> Funky. The rare song that ends on just <laughs> bass drum. Beat, yeah. Just kick drum. <laughs> Let's go back to our esteemed colleague, Bob Cottle, who is standing by with Freebird, Michael Hayes. Right before this, right before the second intro, when Jim Ross is talking about stuff, he refers, and I know it's like his nickname, and he even has it like vaguely written like on the back of his fucking singlet, but whenever you, like whenever I hear someone call Rick Steiner a dog-faced gremlin, it just sounds mean. You're like, hey man, yeah. why are you going below the belt? I know, that's just rude. <laughs> You're like, hey, hey, calm down, buddy. And then you see it's like that's his like preferred nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has like... it written on his own thing. Yeah. All right, here we go. So much cocaine. Oh, my God. Rough, tough, mean Russian assassin. But you've walked a bad street before. Can you feel it, Bob? Can you feel Whoa. it? Whoa. <laughs> right now. If you don't feel it, then you ain't got no feeling at all. Here we are. I got no feeling at all. Live. At the UIC Did he swear? He must have said shit, Cargo, <laughs> Illinois. Sound like a million, and the reason why is Shy Town Rumble, where a lot of careers might take a major, major stumble. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I feel like Pete Rose out here in the lead match of an All Star game with this All Star. First off, his cape slash robe. I don't know. It's a big Confederate. Flag. It's a giant Confederate yeah. flag. But if you look at him, especially in this era, look at him and listen to him. He He's like Macho Man Randy Savage if Macho Man Randy Savage never got good at anything. Well, I was going to say, if Macho Man Randy Savage was a redneck on a lot of methamphetamine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If Savage never escaped Tampa and just got... Sarasota, right? Wasn't is that Saras- where he was from? I thought it was, it was probably Sarasota. I don't know. Everywhere in Florida sucks. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Florida. Sorry, Florida. Key West Get is better. Okay. Get better. Get good. <laughs> Yeah, but he's yeah. That's that's what he reminds me of. Major titles that could change hands tonight. Do you realize that four titles? Why are you so mad at Bob? Yeah. Title, the U.S. title. You got the world television title, the world tag team title, and then the thing with the fever pitch. The big. He's doing a better job of putting like the whole show over. Oh yeah. Than the no, announcers. That's offer. what I was going to say though. Yeah. Like he's one hundred percent selling the shit. Yeah. Out of it. Rick like, Flair and Rick Steamboat. But, you know, I got my work cut out for me. This ain't no cakewalk whatsoever. So now, <laughs> as you feel it, and as the lights go down, and you hear the music coming up, that means it's time for P.S. to do his stuff. 
So Bob, do you know what a cakewalk is? Yeah, like an actual cakewalk. Yeah, where you do the thing and then it's you like the musical cake. chairs yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with cake. Yeah, you got to sit on a cake and then everyone laughs at you. Yeah, no, 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 that's it's, not what it is. No, you get oh, to that's like what take one home. Did to me. Oh, okay, oh, okay. No, that was your yeah. school. Oh yeah, they hit me in the face with a cake. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, it was sad. I'd like to. I'd like to take part in one. Is what I was getting at. I remember doing one in school. My my elementary school had like a bunch of big like. I guess you could. We couldn't afford cakes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I remember doing like, one, and I, I got like a lemon meringue pie or something. I was, I was gonna say, I, f- I feel like if if in my childhood, if we would have had one, there would have been one cake, yeah. and it would have been a ding dong. <laughs> it's just one Twinkie with a single candle in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, where's the second one? <laughs> yeah, who ate the second? They come in packs of two. It's like ah, oh, someone that works there fucking ate <laughs> yeah. that second one. The teachers looking over at you, wiping filling off. Her mouth, yeah, going, I don't know. I don't know Bitch. what happened. I fucking knew it, Kathy. You know, so PS got to be right on time. So this is the way it is. Shotgun Rumble. Michael Postscript Hayes. It is showtime. Michael Pasteurized Hayes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, really going uh, really going at it out of the really gate. I love it, ham on that. Yeah, it was actually a really good promo. Like I said, like he puts over the show better than yeah, for sure. Jim Ross or fucking Magnum Teacher's assistant. Did. It does uh it does kind of look like uh he got a perm just on his bangs. Yes. Yes. Like the he rest went of in, his hair is not very mullety looking. Like it's, it's just nice regular it's, hair. Yeah, it's got a little bit of curl, but, but no, the it's front like a natural is like curl. super curly. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's real weird. Yeah. Like your like, hair doesn't uh, naturally grow that way. No, it never. Your bangs don't just curl that. Or much. if it does, that it means that you straighten a very strange portion of your hair. Yes, yes. Also, and I know <laughs> it was the look back then, but dudes with long hair and bangs, I do not like. Well, it's that's yeah, just the mullet in general, and that's but, that's what it was. Yeah, so that's why like, there was a lot of bangs. And long hair. As much as I love Iron Maiden, like mm-hmm. you look at Bruce Dickinson in the eighties, and he had the Stupid long, haircut. straight hair, and with straight fucking oh, yeah. Zoe Deschanel bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the 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 Caesar cut bangs. Yeah, exactly. And it, fucking ridiculous looking. It's like the the Prince Valiant. Yes. Haircut. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. real stupid. It's very bad. It looks real yeah. stupid. Yeah, very bad. Yeah, I don't like when they do it. <laughs> no. And then and then take that idea and then go, yeah, I'm gonna basically do that, but then I'm gonna, I'm gonna perm curl. the shit out. Of yeah, my, I'm gonna curl the front bangs. part. Because that's, I'm a psychopath. Yeah, and dye it all blonde. That's Michael. And I'm going to wear a Confederate flag that's as a cape. <laughs> but as according, cape. as according to uh, J.R. and Bob Cottle, as he as he comes down to the ring, he apparently literally has red, white, and blue yes. running through his veins. Yes. Now, one of those things is true. Right. Not all of them. No. No, 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 no. He no. literally has blue coursing through yes. his veins. Because until oxygen hits it, it's blue, and that's why it looks blue under that's your skin. That's actually not true. What's that? That's actually not true. That's not true. No, blood is red. It's our veins. The the the, the veins coating, that are the blue? veins themselves, like the 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 actual like cartilage of the vein is blue, but the blood itself. Okay, is so red. he's got red. Yes, pumping <laughs> like through, through his, his blue veins. Yes. yes. So there's not blue pumping no. through there. No. And white blood cells aren't white. No. And you can't, you can't, like, see them either, so I don't know if that counts. The more we're breaking this down, the more I'm like, he might be exactly dead on right. He might have a point here. (laughs) I'm like, I'm all ready to bust his balls. And I'm like, well, well, now that we look at it scientifically. Fucking forgot he's a biologist. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Sorry to break your illusion. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, we do get a, a great line towards the very uh, towards the very beginning from Magnum uh, Trans Advocate. 
TA. Yeah. <laughs> Magnum TA. Uh, where he says, unpredictiality. Unpredictiality. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not a thing. Unpredictability. Yep. Unpredictiality. He's like, yeah, one of the things he's got going for him is his unpredictiality. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder if right after that came out of his mouth, he was like, fuck. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Ay, words are hard. I told him I shouldn't be doing this anymore. But like four straight, they keep putting me on here. <laughs> it's never been good. No, never. He's never been good no, at it. he hasn't. Jim Ross is luckily like able to at least make it entertaining enough. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, first match we get, we get Michael PSAs versus Russian Assassin number one. Like what more of a, a shit opening match could yeah. it be where you're like, you just get to fight Russian Assassin, a guy who is on a... A no named yeah. tag team. Yeah. You get half of that no name yeah. tag team. You get it, well, at least he's number one though. At least he's not <laughs> Russian assassin number two. There's they're still uh, the same, yeah, but I it's know. still number one. I know. It's so funny. It's like, yeah, that, that's your takeaway. <laughs> I feel like making lemon like, out of lemon or lemonades out of lemons, <laughs> yeah. right? I feel like if I like there'd be so many people, me especially, like if I was a wrestler and they're like, All right, we're gonna make you guys the Russian assassins. You're gonna be Russian assassin number one, and you're gonna be Russian assassin number two. And I'd be like, Why am I gonna be number two? <laughs> like why can't he be Russian assassin number one and well, I'll be Russian assassin shit? A? Why am I a piece yeah, of shit? Yeah, why am I a piece of shit? Why I gotta be number two? Number two, this is like poop. I get yeah, it. No, I get it. You can't <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's like poop. <laughs> das Vidanya, I guess. I quit. Thank you. You'd say thank you for that. <laughs> is that what that oh, is? No, that's goodbye. Yeah, that's what that is. Goodbye. goodbye. Yeah, thank you. I forgot uh, thank you in Russian. Vodka. Oh, is that what it is? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak Ruski. Uh, let's call the president. He'll know. <laughs> oh, topical. I did write uh, better lights and better cameras stat. Yes. That's what I. Uh, yes. Can't wait for the WCW to get that influx of cash when, so, when everything finally started to look better. I know we've talked about it, but it's so jarring going from the WWF to Every the time. NWA pay-per-views because yeah. they are leaps and bounds like ahead Yeah, yeah. in terms uh, of production quality. Uh, this match, sloppy as fuck. Sloppy as fuck. Like, both guys are, are not doing well. There's one point near the beginning, and this is like... The weird. I don't. I. I. I, I seriously. I paused it and thought for thirty minutes of how this could happen. At one point, Russian assassin lifts Michael Hayes up for an atomic drop. Mm-hmm. He lands him on the atomic, which is you know you lift him up and then you just drop him back on their feet. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to hurt their spine. He lands perfectly like you do normally with atomic drop. But then Jim Ross says he countered the atomic drop. Yeah, I remember and then Michael that. Hayes turns around and hit him. But there's no. That's not. You just landed. No, that's not. Yeah, I don't. It, it, it hurts my mind. It's not. It's not. You're countering. Yeah. It. No. He landed like you do with an atomic drop, but then he just no sold it, and yeah. that's a counter, I guess. Like ah, that didn't hurt his butthole. <laughs> yeah. Forgot he's got that impenetrable <laughs> that butthole. Tight butthole. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh. Yeah. He's got a. Uh, I don't know. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. It really Why would say like, that? It hurt my head. <laughs> you're like, I can't <laughs> stop. It's the same as like whenever you see like Hogan go for the leg drop and they move out of the way and then he hits and misses, but then he like holds his ass like it hurt him really bad. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're still performing the move even exact if he was there or way. not. It's not gonna hurt you anymore. Yeah, your butt yeah. still hits the ground exactly. with an equal amount of force. Yeah, that always pissed me off. Uh so yeah, I wrote this match is sloppy as fuck and the ref's count was weird as fuck. Did you notice that? The way I his did. hand bounced on the yeah. it's like, okay, if anybody's ever played the drums before or played like uh, if you've ever hit a, a drumstick on like a snare drum yeah. or a tom tom drum, if you kind of just loosely 
let it hit and then leave your wrist a little slick. It'll bounce yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, and that's like the way his was very strange to me. Yeah. He would like make a count and then his hand would hit the mat a couple extra times. Yeah. So it'd be like one, 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 one. <laughs> There, <laughs> yeah. I did not like. I did yeah. not care for it yeah. at all. And it was it, because of that too. It made the count super long. Yeah, and at the beginning, the 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 mat mics were clipping like yeah. real oh, bad. Yeah. So every time it hit, it was like distorted as shit <laughs> and yeah. loud. Yeah, uh, yeah. So then we get that, and then uh, I didn't have much to say about this match. No, I don't know if you Paul did Jones interferes at one point. Paul then... Jones kept taking his jacket on and off. Oh uh, yeah, very frequently. Yeah. Like too much. To, like. He's got those cocaine sweats. He well, he's hot and then he's I think get he's, cold. he keeps doing it as if to show the crowd, like, I'm, I'm about, I'm about to get in there. Yeah. But it's like, okay, you can really only pull that off once. The rest of the time, you're the boy that you <laughs> yeah, cried exactly. wolf. Exactly. Nobody's going to fucking believe you. Yeah, you're, it's not intimidating to pull yeah. your jacket off like you're going to fight someone whenever you just put it back on. Yeah. And he eventually does interfere, but all he does is grab Michael Hayes' leg. Yeah. And uh, then Michael Hayes hits Russian Assassin with the DDT. And and, and, and boom, this uh, curtain six, jerker is over. 16 minutes of my life that I'll never get back. Yeah, that was too long for that Way match, too. too. All, the shortest match on the card is uh, the semifinal, which is Road eight Warriors. and a half minutes. The yeah. hometown kids yeah, get, get the, the shortest, shortest match. match. Yeah. Week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get a promo with Ricky Steamboat in which his baby was trying to steal <laughs> so the, the mic, mic the whole time. <laughs> yes. And it was the cutest fucking I was, thing. Like, I am not a fan of children. I don't <laughs> like babies. I, I, I just never have been. But watching little Richie Steamboat reach out and like paw at the mic, I was like, oh, that's adorable. Yeah, it was pretty fucking cute. Yeah, it was. Super cute. I do like babies. Yeah. I've got one. I'm yeah. I have to like babies. <laughs> yeah. I have a niece and a nephew and another nephew on the way, and I like them well enough. Yeah. But they're fine. I don't want any for myself. <laughs> You're like, they're fine. They're okay in small spurts. Sure. Yeah. Uh yeah. At one point, uh, during the beginning of this promo too, Steamboat fucks up. Uh he's talking, he forgets the word head. He just says, I can go to the back to the locker room with my held high. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And his wife looks over like, oh, you dummy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, ah, you're yeah. real stupid. 20 years from now, some dudes, fat dudes on the internet are going to make fun of you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to make me look bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get match number two. Sting, Sting versus, versus Butch Reed. I, they called him Hacksaw Butch Hacksaw Reed. Hacksaw Butch Reed, yeah. Never heard him called nope. that before. Nope. Um, and I immediately thought, nah, dog. No. There's only you one. Jim Duggan. There's only one Hacksaw. He is the Hacksaw. And he's well established as Hacksaw exactly. Jim Duggan at this like, point. I don't know. Like, 89, he's already... The, he's very The Iron Sheik shit had already happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he got busted with him, right? Yeah, oh yeah. So, yeah. So, he. yeah, there's no way you can pull that off. Unless it's like... An insult to Hacksaw for going to WWF. Because I, sure I mean, that's the went. only thing that would make yeah. sense. Because it's like because uh, you know Hacksaw was in WWF for a really long time, right. then he went to w- or NWA, and then went back. Yeah, but I don't know if this is around the same time. But that's the only thing I can think. They're like, oh, we don't need that Hacksaw. We can make our own Hacksaw. Yeah, no, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's you, like yeah, they did that. Sh- it's you uh, know the fans are gonna be like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like when uh, later on when Mike Rotunda yeah. stops being IRS and goes back to WCW and they name him VK Wall Street. Yeah. VK Vincent Kennedy, like Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Sure. Yeah. It's one of those little jabs. Which even then you're you're like, yeah, but that's still a real stupid character. It is. It very much <laughs> is. Yeah. So yeah, Hacksaw Butch Reed. 
Um, Steve's coming out with all of his toddler energy. Yeah, yeah. This was the point where I noticed the guy in the second or with third the row. orange balaclava. Really bright ski mask <laughs> yes. on. Um, the entire pay-per-view. Yeah, he is never committed to that. Yeah. But what's really great is that he's got that ski mask on and then completely normal clothing. He's just wearing like, like a 80s coat clothes. And a shirt, and that's it. And I immediately thought of that amazing Kids in the Hall sketch about the Eradicator. Do you oh remember that? Oh, my God, yes. The guy who was way too overzealous about the, the <laughs> yes. like work racquetball league or whatever yes. it was. Oh, God. Bruce McCullough, so great. Oh, shit, I forgot all about that. I am the Eradicator. <laughs> I always forget about Kids in the Hall. They're so good. It man. was. They were but they were ahead of their time. Oh, they yeah. didn't. They only lasted like three, four seasons. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Like 89 and 92 I think they something. did longer in Canada. But Wait a America. minute. So this is eighty nine. So this would have been. So that might have been his. Might have been. Yeah. His motivation was <laughs> yeah. the eradicator. That dude. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I'd like to think that's what it was. Hopefully. Otherwise, that man is just a fucking weirdo. Just the entire pay per view. Yeah, and it's, it's not like there was another. There's a. It's not like there was, there was a popular a wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I can understand if he was wearing like a Russian assassin mask, but this is just an orange. Ski <laughs> Even mask. then, it would be weird because you'd be like, "Why are you so into the Russian assassin <laughs> yeah, number one?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm, not, "I'm not. I'm not. I'm into Russian assassin number two. Like, oh, yeah, shit. very strange. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was also during this match that I noticed uh, in the uh, audience uh, all the 80s-style glasses. Yes. And it made me realize something about how much I hate that those glasses have come back in in style. Like the Wayfarers, the the bright-colored... I I call them the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Yeah. Yeah. The Jeffrey Dahmer-style metal frame child molester-looking... The Dwight Dwight Yeah, the Dwights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, so... It's come back ironically, and so now you have like these Instagram models wearing yeah. fucking Jeffrey Dahmer glasses, and I they're don't like, care for it. They're like, because I have a pair of aviators, right? Sunglasses that are that same frame, and I think that's what they started off as. But well, then people just started wearing them as regular, like seeing eyeglasses. Yeah, well, and then they also evolved out of the aviator sort of style of yeah. being a little bit more rounded and yeah. And, Whatever, and then they just became yeah more blocky and and strange and yeah. gold too, yeah. and, which I hate. Yeah. Um. So I and I don't care for that, and I know I'm speaking from a place as a guy who wears retro style glasses. <laughs> yeah. But my glasses but come from an are... era from the 50s and exactly. 60s where they looked good the first time. Exactly. And the thing is, is that the ones that are coming back now didn't look good the first fucking time. No. They don't look good now. No. Stop wearing them. You look like you're a sociopath. You're staying the test of time because, like you said, they're from the 50s. Right. And people from the 50s to now have consistently worn that style Because of they glasses. never stopped looking exactly. good. <laughs> the people stopped wearing those 80s For style For the listeners, if you haven't seen 80s. what I look like, uh, it, we're basically talking like Buddy Holly's glasses. It's just the, the black frame, yeah. the classic glasses look. Yeah, classic yeah. black plastic frame yeah. with the little silver in the corner. Yeah, yeah, the little, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, anyways, just wanted to go off on that for a minute, because I hate it, I don't care for it, I don't, I want it to go away, so stop it. (laughs) Also, in this match, I wrote that JR had a real boner for Sting. Oh, man, he is all in on Sting. The way he talks about him in this, I was like, Some say Sting will be the man to dominate 90s pro wrestling, and they're not wrong. No, he was dead on accurate. He definitely was, in WCW, at least, but yeah. He was 100% accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, spe- yeah, particularly for WCW. Only yeah. for WCW. Only for WCW. He li- never left. No, he he didn't come to WWF until just a few years ago, and then uh, Seth Rollins well, that was ruined because, his career. Well, I was going to say that's because WCW didn't exist exactly, anymore. Exactly. He didn't have it to go yeah, back to. But he had been t- in TNA for a year, and then finally got sick of it because TNA fucking sucks. Yeah, wasn't that owned by uh, what's his face? Who uh, owns TNA? Well, it was started by Jeff Jarrett. Okay. And then did Hogan, Hogan have something to do Hogan with it? Hogan had a stake in it, and he was like the general manager oh, for yeah. years. Yeah. And then once all like his racist shit came out, he got fired. Good. So yeah. But then he got all that money from Gawker, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah. But now, um, who's the lead singer of uh, REM? Michael Stipe. Yeah. He is like one of the creative directors of TNA. What? I thought yeah. it was uh, Billy Corgan. Oh, it might be Billy Corgan. I no, thought it was you're Billy. Right. Corgan. You're right. It is Billy Corgan. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Because someone told I me that the other day, and I was yeah. like. That seems weird, yeah. but I'll buy it. I always—I don't know why I always get REM and Smashing Pumpkins confused. Well, because once Billy Corgan went bald, he looks at, yeah, exactly. He looks like fat Michael Stipe. <laughs> like if Michael Stipe didn't have AIDS. Aww. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna regret saying that. Nah, it's fine. He has always looked a little he, ill, though. He's looked, yeah. He looks. He gaunt needs to no eat. matter what. He yeah. does. He needs, he a, needs a cheesecake. He needs a nice sandwich. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also like that JR had to clarify uh, after he keeps calling the, the punch from Butch Reed uh, the soup bone right hand. Yeah. He had to clarify that that's what Butch Reed calls right, it. Right. Uh, he call, he says it a couple times and then, and then he goes, hits him with that soup bone right hand. Pause. As Butch, Butch Reed, Reed calls it. it. Not me because I'm not racist. Which I like that they never once did that for fucking the flying burrito. Yeah, right? Yeah. Which is what he affectionately calls himself, not not <laughs> yeah. racist over it's not, here. It's not, I'm not saying it. It's not me He's being... saying it. I'm just repeating his words. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, there was also a, a point where uh, they're outside the ring. Yeah. And all the um, unkempt cables on the ground yes. were it made my butthole pucker up. <laughs> it, it made me very yeah. anxious. You see it now in WWF. Even at the time, they've got everything. They've got like the strips laid out where everything's yeah. taped down and looks nice. Yeah. The only cables you see are like the cameras because they move around. But that's easily right. they've got some guy that like holds them to make sure they're fine. But yeah, yeah this it, is just well. That's willy-nilly. the thing. It's like even back then, what you you have two people. You have your camera operator, yeah. and then you have the guy behind him that keeps it at a exactly. constant roll. Exactly. He's got it rolled up. Yeah, he lets out slack when he needs it, and he rolls it back up when they move. Yeah, and that way there's not fucking cables going everywhere, getting yeah. all all wrinkled up and wrinkled, <laughs> tangled up, and you know in tripping knots. Wrestlers, yeah, I, fuck tripping people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about keeping your cables nice and organized. <laughs> <laughs> that just annoys me as a professional. Right, 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 right. Whereas I've got Velcro straps on all my cables <laughs> yeah. and I roll them up here, perfectly. And our desk is very nice and well kept. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that just made me uh, not like it very much. Uh, Magnum Tia kept saying, Those Orientals know all the pressure points. Oh, my points. God. Okay, so yeah, Butch Reed is out here with Hiro Matsuda, who I had never seen before. I hit, I knew about him, but not I didn't like know that much about him. But. Yeah, they keep referring to him as a man from the Orient. And, and Oriental. Yeah, Oriental. And it's just. Which was ugh. the thing. It, there was a point in America where right. Oriental was an acceptable term for Asian if you didn't know where they were right. from. Like, you know they're Asian, but you don't know if it's Japanese, Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese, Me, what have you. Filipino. So you just say Oriental. Right. And then people were like, don't be fucking lazy. <laughs> yes. 
figure it out because yeah. it's not that hard. No, it's not. There are big differences. But then it's also like Oriental is something you call a rug, <laughs> not a person. Right, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's the except like uh, things can be Oriental, people cannot. No, they yeah. cannot. Yeah. Um, but around so this wrote, time. So I wrote down very big, stop saying Orientals. Oh, it made me so uncomfortable. I don't like it. Yeah. Butch Reed's rest holes were really lazy too. Did you notice yes. that? Yes, he like yes. had him in a uh, uh, like a chin lock of some sort, and it he's not touching him. No, not at all. And it's there's visibly he like three swung. inches of space <laughs> yeah. in between his arms and yeah. his face. Sting could literally like crank his own neck and make it look better. Yeah, <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, and then we get a boring ending with yeah. a, a, a sunset with a flip. Roll up. Yeah, sunset yeah. flip over the top, and uh, yeah, shit on that match. Yeah. And then uh, Butch Reed attacks them afterwards, and they fight for a minute, and then that's it. Yeah. Then we get a promo from Polly Dangerously. Polly Dangerously in the classic. Uh... Wearing a bright pink sweatshirt with white stripes down the shoulders yep. that says Tour du Monde. Is that what it said? Tour du Monde International, what which Tour du Monde means world tour. Okay. And I so I think it was like a, a something similar to, to like a Tour de tour France. Tour de France, yeah. Uh, it was something like that, but I'm pretty sure what happened is they said, ooh, that shirt has French words on it. Let's give it to Polly Dangerously because he's supposed to be the rich fancy guy. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, uh, <laughs> it looks like it looks like a college sweatshirt. It does. That's what I thought it was. Like I thought the it was way, like a, yeah, the way yeah. the font is yeah. and the way the year like is the in the middle. Crest, like on the front. Yeah. yeah, it's a classic style where you have like a, a crest of some sort in the middle, yeah. and then the year on either side of it, yeah. and then uh, angled words on top and on bottom that would say something like you know uh, Georgetown University. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this says Tour du Monde International. Yeah. And they were like, ooh, that's fancy in French. Let's give it <laughs> give to it Paul, Paul E. Dangerously. And no one was like, but it's pink. Meanwhile, Jim Cornette comes out. Dressed as one of the Incredibles. Yes. Yes, exactly. Looking like a knockoff Power Ranger. A full turtlenecked like, yes. bodysuit. It's not just like in It's the, like it's if you a, took the green man suit but made it red and off. pulled just the head yeah. off. But then he also has black trunks. Yeah. Over it, and then elbow pads and knee pads. It's very similar to The Incredibles. It really is, yeah. 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 <laughs> if they just had the eye logo yeah, on the front. Exactly. Yeah. He would be fucking incredible. Just in time for The Incredibles 2. <laughs> this episode brought to plug. you by The Incredibles 2. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Dear Pixar, pay us. Is that a Pixar? <laughs> I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think it is, too. I don't give a they shit They got plenty of money. Give yeah, us a they're few, fine. Give us a few bucks <laughs> for plugging Incredibles 2 in theaters yeah, now. I guess. Sometime soon. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> the only movie I care about right now is the one with the fish guy fucks that lady. Fish? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Shape of the Water. Shape of Water. Yeah. That looks, that real looks good. really good. Uh, so yeah, match three. Uh, Midnight Express. New Midnight Express. Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane with Power Ranger. Incredible Jim Cornette. I wrote. I wrote on here original Midnight Express, and just now on a glance, I almost read it as Oriental. Oh no! Express. <laughs> I was like, nope, that's not it. No. That's not the thing. Two Japanese guys. Yeah, it was really funny. It's like, but when when Polly was doing the promo, I didn't realize that it was the six man tag where they are actually wrestling. Yeah, yeah and it yeah. wasn't until I saw Cornette come down that I was like, oh, that's what Polly dangerously chose to wrestle <laughs> yes. in. Yes, and then Jim Cornette comes out. That made and... me really wonder whether it was um, whether there was like a wardrobe person that put Polly dangerously. I don't in think that. so because my my thinking is Jim Cornette had to have had that already. Like, there's no way he would go in the back and say, give me that outfit. He chose that himself. And it is 
incredibly unflattering. Oh my god! Like you uh, see all like because he's not a big man. He's, he's not he's a super out of shape man, but it makes him look fat. It, it makes does, him well, look yeah. like he's got fupa. He's skinny fat. Like he's not yeah, out yeah. of shape, but he doesn't have any muscle mass. So whatever very, gut he like, has, a little pear shaped. Exactly. Yeah. It was not good. Not good at all. It was a mistake. Uh, he yeah. made a huge mistake. <laughs> Very big mistake. Just like this match was a big mistake because this was fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Almost all my uh, all my uh, notes are about like what they look like. Uh, yeah. Because uh, it, it'll be going... Randy Rose. <laughs> yeah. Who Randy has Rose. has put a samurai style ponytail yes. in his mullet? Yes. Which is a thing in and of itself, but also you don't get to do any shit like that when you have that nasty fucking porno mustache on the front of your face. The thing is, that hair, because I wear that hairstyle a lot. The top ponytail. Yeah. Just the top half. But your hair is equal length Exactly. It's nice because it just keeps the top of your head out of your face. You can still show off your long hair, but it's not blowing in your face. When you have a mullet, when it's already short up top, there's no need for it. You've already done that. So you're taking a very small portion of the back of it. And just just for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that you thought it looked yeah, cool, uh, I guess. made me so mad. Question mark? Made me so mad. Yeah, it was real stupid looking. And it looking. would have been even okay if it was like Michael P.S. Hayes' mullet, where uh-huh. it's just the short bangs and then a little short up top, right, but you can right. still take most of it back. His was the flat top mullet. Yeah, yeah, like where it's yeah. short on the sides and top. Yeah, it just oh, made me mad. And then a hard line at the very top of yeah, his, the back of his head. Where it gets long. Um, No, you don't get to do that. And, no. and uh, like honestly, it was real stupid, but... If he didn't have that stupid mustache, I could have accepted right. it easier. Right. But that mustache, mustache just made it so much worse. Everything. Because he is one of those men that the the mustache just is so disgusting. Yeah. It, there's yeah. something about it that makes him look it goes untrustworthy. Beyond, it goes beyond a porn stash to where it's just like, it's, it's a, not a porn stash. It's a guy who watches too much porn stash. Right. It's <laughs> yes. a, it's a, <laughs> Yeah. It's a uh, uh, what's it's an auto trader mustache. <laughs> yes, a penny a penny saver yeah. auto yeah, 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 thrifty yeah. nickel yes. auto trader mustache. Yes. yes, it's real bad. It's, it's a gross. very untrustworthy stash. Yeah. yeah, and I also don't like him because he kept making me think of Randy Rhodes. I know who Randy is much cooler, Rose. much cooler, much cooler. Uh, yeah, Jr. keeps calling calling Sweet Stan. The man with the educated feet? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I was dumbfounded by that. He doesn't even like kick that much. But oh, is that what that means? I is think somebody it's, that yeah. kicks a lot? It's somebody who is like good on their feet and they can like kick and do a lot of like kick moves. But he Ooh, doesn't. I did not do that put that many. together. I think that's what it means. Like <laughs> yeah. that's what I've always. That makes a little bit more sense yeah. than where I, my brain went, which was like, <laughs> Wait, did his feet go to school? His feet have brains. <laughs> yeah, his feet can learn stuff. His... That's pretty neat. Hey, Lefty has a degree in engineering. So. <laughs> the other one is an artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My left foot. Very, oh, shit. <laughs> is that where that movie came from, maybe? Yeah, uh-huh. he had very educated feet. He did. <laughs> um, for the for the fans, if you want to go to uh, minute 5510, uh, give or take a second or two, uh, someone screams into the microphone, and for like the second straight NWA pay-per-view, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I jumped out of my yeah. chair. Yeah. Um, because this one was 
very loud yes. and directly into yes. the microphone. Uh, I was eating ramen noodles as I yeah. was watching well, this. Because this one, I was going to say, the last one I was writing something, so I wasn't looking at yeah. the screen. Yeah. This one I was looking dead onto the screen, but the person who screams is off screen. Yeah. So y- you don't see where it comes from, <laughs> and it's down, just super loud. I'm looking down at my hot noodle bowl, stirring some noodles around, <laughs> and I hear a scream, and I go, fuck, and I lift up, and you all the burn hot your noodles face. pour off on my face. Yeah. And now we have to sue WCW. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah, so second one in a row where it scared the yeah. fucking shit out of me. And that lady carries over into Mike Rotunda and Rick Steiner. She keeps fucking yelling. Oh, God. The, but that one was yeah. just so the loud initial, and, and yeah. so jarring. Yeah. Um, uh, this match was so infuriating because it would be fine for a minute. Like, you'd get yeah. one of the Midnight Express and they're wrestling and they'd do a cool spot. And then you'd get fucking Polly. And Jim Cornette in there, Which, and it would just turn the, you to dog know, shit. Right. They're doing it because, at the time, the fans wanted to see those two beat each right. other up. Whatever. But they're not wrestlers. Exactly. They don't. They're not. They have no, like... This is one of those things that I fell for as a child because I didn't know about the good parts of actual wrestling. Exactly. You just wanted to I'm see guys falling for the story. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was a sucker for the fucking story. But you and, don't get uh, like when they're not when they're throwing terrible punches and it looks like shit and real it just bad. slows everything real down. Real bad. And uh, yeah, Cornette, uh I would argue that of the two of them, Heyman is better. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, uh, dangerously. Sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Dangerously. We don't get to call him Paul Heyman yet. <laughs> uh, he doesn't Paul, become Paul, Paul Heyman, Heyman until like 1998. I always wanted to call him Paul Hyman, yeah. but it was very inappropriate because <laughs> I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Paul E. Heyman. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, shit. Uh, there is a part where JR started roasting Paul's clothes, <laughs> yeah. and I laughed real fucking yeah, hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then right after that, he keeps calling Sweet Stan a youngster. He says, this youngster, I looked it up. When this happened, yeah. he was about to turn 36. Jesus Christ. He was a 35-year-old <laughs> man. <laughs> and JR's like, this youngster, Sweet Stan Lane. How old are you? I'm 36. Okay, I am so older now than he older, was in this. He's older than me yeah. when he was doing this, yeah. and he's the youngster. And he's the young... Like, oh, my okay, God. Okay, if you think about it in terms of sports especially, you know, 35, you're in the twilight of your career. A youngster is someone under 24. Right. That's a youngster. Like, okay, you, you think about, like, um, you know... You get players that sometimes can play into like forty or forty-one, yeah. and when they do, you're like, "Holy cow, that guy took really good care of himself," <laughs> and I can't believe he's still able yeah. to play this yeah. well. You know what I mean? His body didn't fall apart. So at yeah, abuse, like thirty-five, all uh, sports players are yeah. retiring. Yeah. at thirty-five, yeah. like football players are retiring yeah. at thirty-five. But. <laughs> Sweet Stan is a youngster, thirty-six youngster. Uh, I guess in the scheme of things, in that ring, when you got Randy Rose, who's like ninety-five, <laughs> <That's> true, <laughs> and Jack Victory. Yeah, who the fuck was that guy? I, don't know. I, I, I mean, I immediately assumed that he was there because like uh, the other dude got injured or some shit yeah, like that. They mentioned when when Paul was giving his promo at first, he mentions that like. Well, I think the Jack reason Victory they gave was, was like a story reason. Oh my god, Jack Victory was Russian assassin number two. Get the fuck That's out of Russian here! Russian number two. That's why number one. That's was why they had to split them up. Wow, oh my it god, all makes look sense. At that. See, guys, sometimes you just got to research. <laughs> everything, everything. Sometimes you just got to not place. be lazy. <laughs> everything's just falling into place. Click those Wikipedia links and actually <laughs> figure some shit out. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh boy. Um. 
Yeah, the end of this match, the referee straight gave up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because everybody's just in the ring beating each other up. And yeah. I swear to God, there's a moment where he just throws his arms he up does. in a I don't know motion. He does, because uh, uh, I think it was Jack Victory goes to pin Bobby Eaton. And he doesn't know who the legal man exactly. is. Exactly, and he's just like, uh, just looking around. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So uh, uh, the Midnight new... Express, new Midnight Express. Movies? Oh, yeah, because yeah. they, they pin Randy Rose. That's right. Who then has to leave NWA. Yeah. Th- maybe this is the way they wrote these guys out, is they were like, the other guys, they're too old. You gotta leave. So the other guy got hurt just training to do this match again. <laughs> and they were like, okay, well, we'll make it to where you have to retire after this. And then you're yeah. done, too, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you are elderly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although hope, we do I, consider I, people of 35 to be, be young. youngsters. Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess when you think about wrestling and how long those dudes well, will milk thing. it if they can. Yeah, that's the thing. Like. If you live to be long enough, you just keep going, but a lot of them just die way before. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the scheme of wrestlers, he's near, he's on death's he doorstep. Is. Yeah. <laughs> is he still alive? Is Stan Lane still alive? Yeah, I think so. Let's look that up real quick. Because didn't he become like an announcer for a while or like an yeah. interview type guy? I think he did. Uh... Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. He's 64. Retired in 2005. Oh, wow. Born in 53. Yeah, so he was born in 53. This was in 89, so he was 35 years old. Yeah. Turned 36 August of that year. Where he worked with Ted DiBiase and Gorilla Monsoon. Led to voiceover work for matches that were taped exclusively for Coliseum Video. Ooh, I remember Coliseum yeah, Video. he worked with DiBiase and Monsoon for those. So yeah, when he came to WWF in the mid-90s, he did. Early see, when I was a kid, I got to see all the pay-per-views when they came out on Coliseum Home Video, and I could get my grandmother to rent them for me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so that was when I got to see them. So I was always very behind. Yeah. Very behind. Um, After this match, we, we get, get a, a classic uh, Flair classic promo. Classic Ric Flair promo. I mean, this is... This, this is, is finally the Flair we've been waiting yes. for. This is NWA. He's got a shirt and tie on. Four horsemen Ric Flair. Bunch of bitches around him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just like just swimming in pussy. This is the styling and profiling <laughs> yeah. that we've been. That's right. On. That's yeah. right. He uh, he has found his niche, and he is really milking it. <laughs> yeah. um, but we are about halfway through, so that'd be a good time for us to uh, take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hello there, everybody. I am here to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Thompson Cigar Company. Whether you're new to the hobby of cigars or a longtime aficionado, Thompson Cigar Company has a solution to all your smoke needs. Since the day they were founded in 1915, making them the oldest mail-order cigar company in the country, which is pretty friggin' awesome, they've always been devoted to delivering a massive selection of products covering all price ranges and tastes at a fraction of what a comparable brand would cost. To ensure that your cigars are always fresh and full of flavor, Thompson Cigar Company operates out of the largest inventory humidor in the United States. They also have 200 trained professionals on hand and ready to provide personalized customer service and can answer any question you could ever have about cigars. Plus, there's a bonus. Because you listen to our podcast here at Channel 4.5, we have an exclusive offer that will save you money. Click a link in the description of our show and receive one of three offers. Purchase any cigar in their special cigar collection and your entire order ships free. Or receive free shipping on any orders $99 and above. Or, third or, save up to 73% when you purchase a five-pack Fever Cigars. Shop Thompson Cigar and save money and support our shows. 
Two Planet Productions is a team comprised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years of combined experience in the industry. Besides working with some of the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and of the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun professional artists to entrust your life's most precious moments to. www.twoplanetproductions.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or call 918-280-8528. And... We have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them that we sent you, you will receive a free single-session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That's a $500 value for free. That free session could be an engagement, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else that you want to be saved and captured forever. profiling that's right yeah. four four non-blonde two two, <laughs> two non-blondes two one non-blonde and one kind of blonde <laughs> two non-natural blondes <laughs> yeah, there we go <laughs> match number four we got the tv title yeah mike rotunda versus rick steiner um who came out with scott steiner but you never see scott steiner yeah he the, he's on screen maybe twice three times tops yeah, yeah. in the whole thing um and then this is the this is the point where I wrote down that dude is committed to that ski mask, <laughs> dude. Yes, because <laughs> every time I'm like, oh, it is still on. That's got to be hot. No, it's got to be. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be hot. I remember man. not wearing ski masks purely because I did not like the feeling of that yeah. fabric on my face and yeah. nose. Yeah, and it's stuff. It, it felt constricting and yeah. Uh, yeah, like you can't breathe with that. shit That's the on. thing. It's like you have a f- hole through your mouth, but you feel like yeah. you can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't like it. Don't no. care for it. No. Don't understand how he did it for. Close to three hours. He at had least. to have been like a witness protection guy, but not realizing that a bright orange mask just makes him more noticeable. How fucking amazing would it be if it was like a celebrity <laughs> that just didn't want people to know who it was? It's Jimmy Smiths, and he just he's didn't like, want people yeah, to freak out. He's like how Patton Oswalt does at Comic uh, Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. He just like dresses up so people don't recognize him, yes. so they don't fuck with him. Yeah, he took a break from filming something. And uh, then just he's like, I want to go see the yeah. Town Rumble, but I don't want to be fucked with the whole time. I don't <laughs> I want to get be... back on the set for Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was weird. Um, <laughs> there's one point in the match where uh, Rick has the upper hand. Rotunda's on yeah. the match, and he—I don't know if he actually does it or if he just mimes it—but he blew a snot rocket at yes! him, and I laughed my dick That's off. That's something that Steiner does, but a also. Lot. Gross. Yeah, that's like one of his like taunts that he like does. Oh, okay. Frequently. Is the snot yeah, that was one of his things. Yeah, super gross. Yeah, very gross. Very funny. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's real because I've seen him do. I was it gonna real say life. like nah. I don't know if you can really no, fake that. You gotta really blow a lug out. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Lug. But then again, they were always biting each other's blood, exactly. so they're not grossed out by anything. 
They're like, I'll eat your blood. Fuck a booger. <laughs> exactly. Oy Although so boogers weird. gross me out much more than blood. I mean, if boogers somebody are said, super gross. If somebody had a bowl of boogers and a bowl of blood and said, you got to drink one, I'd pick the blood any day. Sure. Yeah. I think same same here. Okay. Because we've all cut our finger and We're put it in weird. our mouth. We know what it tastes <laughs> exactly. like. Exactly. Uh, I mean, although a lot of children really. ha- eat, have eaten their boogers, uh, that's just disgusting. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think I did at any point. I hope not. I did like on accident. I never intentionally like picked one out and put yeah, it in my yeah. mouth. But, but like, I've seen it happen. Yeah. And I, even as a child, I'd be like, <laughs> uh, just last year I was eating Funyuns and I wasn't paying attention. A bug fell on one of the Funyuns and I put it in oh, my mouth. No. So oh, no. I had a friend who I won't say his name, um, but went through a phase where his favorite thing to do at the bar was to put boogers on the m- lips of people's beer oh, bottles. Oh God! It's oh, I know, I'm sorry, I know. I'm, I'm getting nauseous. We gotta move <laughs> okay, on. Okay, yeah. We gotta move on. At the time, funniest oh. thing in the world to me. Um, but also, I was like, "You do that to me, and I'm going to break that beer bottle open and slice your throat with it." Ugh, ugh. Yeah, it's real gross. I'm real really gross. Start, like I'm legit starting to get. All right, cool. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never thought. In all my years of watching wrestling, I never thought that I would end up being a Rick Steiner fan, but I really like this version of Rick Steiner. Yeah, where he's it's just like a, a big, lovable idiot. Exactly. It's fun. A big, stupid, dog-faced gremlin. <laughs> yeah, very it's affable. Fun. Yeah. Um, Kevin Sullivan comes down at one point and makes it sound like he's going to fuck Steiner's dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's downright, like, almost flirting, like, yeah. hey, it's a pretty sexy dog you got backstage. <laughs> Hope no one fucks it. <laughs> And then he's gonna lock it in a triple cage like he did fucking yeah. what's her name. And then fucking meanwhile, Scott Steiner's just standing there like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I could go back there and stop him from fucking your dog. But However, I'm gonna the match here, is still here, TV. and yeah. I'm supposed to be here with you. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I gotta do it. So who's the real fucking idiot in right, this situation? Right? Is it Rick or Scott? At least Rick wants to go save the dog. Right? Scott could. I don't. Think, I just think Scott doesn't give a shit. Scott Steiner's an nah, asshole. Nah, he's so. like, man, that fucking dog can't pump. Anyway, <laughs> he's like, that, that dog's dog slowing even, me down. The dog don't even lift, bro. <laughs> I just gotta get some more steroids. Oh Jesus! Yep, big Papa Pump. Um, so for two guys who are are good wrestlers, I would say, arguably, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, this was a pretty boring match with a really stupid ending. It wasn't great. Uh, yeah, it's, it ends. Uh, Steiner puts Rotunda in a sleeper hold. Right, and then like. Puts him on the mat to lock the legs around him to get that more torque. Yes, but if Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you would call it the rear naked, rear naked choke, choke, and then yeah. you would uh, you would wrap your legs in a body wrap. Yeah, exactly, put pressure on their stomach. So you're on your legs. back, they're on yeah. top of you. But when he does that, he puts both of his shoulders down, and so Teddy Long counts the pin, and Rotunda wins. Yeah. Real stupid. Real stupid. I felt cheated on behalf of both of them. Me really. too. And this match went almost 17 minutes. And I, and for yeah. that shit finish. Right. And I thought it was overall a good match. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of fucky finishes in this paper. But I was going to say that. And, I, and, and it seems to me that the NWA pulls this bullshit ending stuff a lot um, where it's like. Oh, both guys' uh, shoulders are down. One gets one up before the other one. I mean, it happens again later in this. Well, and this is around the time. The next fucking match. Yeah. I I, I just saw it on my notes. It's two consecutive matches end this way. This is around the time that Dusty was really booking. Okay. Was that one of his favorite things? Dusty, it's, well, he, he has a specific finish that's referred to as the Dusty finish, which is where somebody will win, but then immediately afterwards, the ref will say, oh, no, something happened. You don't win. He wins. But Dusty loved like weird finishes. The 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 
uh, what, what would you call it? The, it's like a rope-a-dope yeah, ending. Yeah, like the fake-out. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Bait and switch. That's Bait what I was switch. thinking Bait of. Switch. That's there what I was trying to think yeah. of. Yeah, uh. so he loved those kind of endings. And this, yeah, there's a lot of them. It's really stupid. Yeah, very stupid. So then after this, uh, so yeah, Steiner basically pins himself, mm. losing the belt back to Mike Rotunda yeah. that he just won. We just saw it the last episode. Yeah, he was so happy. <laughs> he was so happy. He thought he was getting free TV. <laughs> <laughs> he was so happy. Um, and we get a promo from uh, the Road, Road Warriors, Warriors, and I wrote Paul down, Ellering. I wrote, Hawk sure could cut a promo. Yeah. He's got that real nasty yeah. voice, and he's like, yeah, yeah we're man. coming for you. We're going to take you to the limit. Yeah, motherfuckers. And the animal's like, we're <laughs> 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 I'm an animal. <laughs> um, we're gonna kick you, and we're gonna throw you, and we're gonna win. I don't understand Paul Ellering's character. Uh, so okay, I, I, I like as a manager, I think Paul Ellering is great. Well, he, I just don't understand what he what he is. Well, that's the thing. For some reason, like it gets to a point where he starts wearing like a leather jacket and shit, and he looks just like a cool dude. But for some reason, this around this time, especially here, he's wearing like a tan trench coat and holding a newspaper like he's a fucking spy. Well, he, he's got like safari style jacket on, yeah, right, yeah, and then like the the sunglasses, but then a rolled up. Wall Street Journal. Yeah, so that's why it's like he's like a fuck, you know, like you see on the old like spy movies mm-hmm. where they sit in the park with the whole cut in the newspapers watching people. That's like what he looks like. I don't get it. Me I neither. I don't get it, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't care for it. Me neither. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was a good promo until uh, Animal <laughs> opened his mouth, <laughs> and, then, and then Ellering said some shit. Yeah, Animal's like the Tasmanian devil. He's <laughs> yeah. So then that leads match number six. Luger and Wyndham. Yep. Oh, five, five. Sorry. Match number yeah, five. Yeah, match number five. Yeah, uh, Lex Luger versus Barry Windham. <laughs> Barry, uh, who has let himself go. He, he's he got a little bit of a chunk on well, him. Well, he's got a beard, like a five o'clock yeah. shadow style beard. Yeah. Like the beard that's so short it doesn't look like it was on purpose. Right, right. He just forgot to shave. Yeah, yeah. Like he's uh, the the way that a movie would have a guy look if he was supposed to be hung over. Right, right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but and then yeah, next to Lex Luger, yeah. he looks downright fat. Yeah, like yeah. if you and stood, that's not saying that he's fat. No, no, I was just going to say Luger if you looked so at Barry, fucking... if you looked at Barry Windham standing by yeah. himself, you'd be like, that That'd guy is in incredible shape. shape. Yeah, and then you see Lex Luger, and you're like, that's a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, good God, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lex Luger looks like he's literally chiseled out of like a Grecian statue. It's insane, and yeah. I, I mean, we talk about it every time because yeah. it's just so jarring. It's, yeah. Because, like, people aren't that way. No, no. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. And especially because, like, you see dudes that are that jacked, and they're usually, like, like Arnold. Like, Arnold was that jacked, but he was also really big. Luger is somehow jacked but lean at the same time, and yeah. it doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't make sense that there's room in his skin for all that muscle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's got that Lex Luger or the Rick Rude look where it looks like the muscles are trying to escape. <laughs> yeah. Um, except for that they couldn't, and so he added more. Right. Crazy. Muscles on muscles. I wrote during this match, clean your lenses, because there's several times yeah. where would, there's a shot where there's some sort of smudgy thing yeah. on the camera, and I was like, oh, that's gross. And then they switched cameras, and there was another different one, and it made me try and clean my fucking screen. <laughs> I was like, what is on the... Oh, god damn it's, it's the just cameras. their dirty yeah. camera lenses. Yeah. 
Like, wipe them shits off, son. Take that dude's orange ski mask and just give him a nice wipe Like, down. is there not a director going, switch to camera two, wipe off your lens, <laughs> and then we'll come back to your <laughs> shot? Probably not. Uh, I don't know much about... I don't think there were <laughs> directors for any of these. Weren't there, though? I don't know. I mean, they roll credits. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't remember ever seeing director. It's always just <laughs> catering provided by. Yeah. Uh, they're like, uh, yeah, it's just all Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, go see The Disaster Artist if you haven't yet. Oh, yeah. It is phenomenal. Hilton and I went opening weekend. Uh, so so good, good, isn't it? Yeah, amazing. It is amazing. And uh, apparently they're going to re-release the room in theaters. In theaters. Now. I saw Tommy was so tweeted about it. And he Which. Was like, he was like, 14 and a half years. Don't give up on your dreams. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, ah. But here's the thing, though. Um, they're going to do that as like just a regular movie release. Yeah. But I'm not going to be able to go see that movie and not scream shit out and throw spoons at the screen yeah, the whole it's like, time. Yeah, like you can't just go see Rocky Horror Picture Show and, as like, a regular normal. movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's now a whole thing, and I hope they're not expecting people to watch it quietly like a normal yeah, movie. I'm going to go. Because that shit ain't happening. Yeah, you can't go to, like, the nice new Warren Theater no, with no. the fancy-ass reclining seats and start throwing fucking dog food at the screen yeah, or start throwing footballs yeah. and spoons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's so good, though. God damn. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually wrote down that I could not possibly care less about no, this match. Literally, the only thing I wrote down... Uh, well, okay, well, there's a couple of things that happened. Like, Wyndham... Uh, supposedly breaks his hand punching the punching the punching steel pole the steel pole that the turnbuckle is yeah. on and then gets his hand all bloody and rubs it on Luger's face which was gross <laughs> yeah uh, and then Luger wins somehow um he did the the it was the both shoulders down thing oh that's right where yeah uh <sighs> <laughs> who gives a shit i yeah i don't so yeah Luger wins the belt and then uh Wyndham Beats him up a little bit and then pile drives him onto the belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. uh, they were like, "This will fucking really hurt." <laughs> yeah, it's like this will do more damage to your neck than just shoving it's... your your body weight on top yeah. of it. Yeah, um, yeah. So dumb. So then it goes straight into the sixth match. Uh, well, we get a Mike Rotunda promo. Oh, that's right. We do yeah. get a Rotunda promo. Yeah, yeah. Good wrestler, shit talker. Very bad on the mic. Yeah, real bad, bad on the mic. Very bad. It's it's as if all of the words in his. <laughs> vocabulary escape him yeah. the second the camera rolls it's hilarious because you see like it starts off with uh bob coddle and yeah. he's like i'm here with uh, rotunda. and it looks at him and rotunda looks at the screen and you can tell he's forgot everything yeah, he's, he's supposed frozen to frozen for a second yeah. and he's then like, it kind of zooms in a little bit and then he goes i am uh, a, it's a good match i am a wrestler and <laughs> i enjoy to do the wrestling and yeah. wrestling is fun for me Goodbye now. I'm going to do a wrestle. <laughs> I do a wrestle. <laughs> My name is Mike. I'm Mikey. Little Mikey Rotunda. Really? Yeah. Uh, little Mikey Rotunda. Little Mikey. Oh, my God. I don't um, miss I don't miss that shit no. as a child. Little Mikey. Little Mikey. Mikey, uh, Mikey, uh, Mikey likes it. Yeah. Fuck I, you. I had Cammy. Mikey hates it. At least Mikey. I think Mikey's better than Cammy because then I just sound like a fucking Street Fighter character. Or a white trash girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my mom's not listening. Her best friend's name is Kami. And she's not white trash. She's a very sweet lady. <laughs> but she has a white trash name. Yeah. Yeah. Kami's <laughs> that Kami's that lady who smokes Marlboro Red, Red 100s and has worked at Village Inn for way too long. Kami is always a stripper. At one point in her life, she go. is always a stripper. Yeah. 
All right, so then, yeah, then we get the Road Warriors versus the Varsity Club, a.k.a. Uh, one guy who went to college and a guy <laughs> apparently a from Singapore. Yeah, a Satanist from Singapore Wait, for some reason. My first note of this was Kevin Sullivan is the Danny DeVito of wrestling. <laughs> God damn it. Like he's so oh, he's so little oh, he's so little and stocky that you're like oh my god like he's at that point where it makes you want to look up where uh, the line is for someone being technically a little person slash midget or four foot eight okay that's so that's he's like line. right over the line yeah, yeah. so is Danny DeVito he's like yeah. four nine yeah. I think Danny DeVito is actually short. I think Danny DeVito is like legitimately, technically a little person. A little person, yeah. but he's not a dwarf or midget. No, no, he's something else. It's uh, a bone disease. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's very small though. Yeah, uh, but now that I'm thinking about it, Kevin Sullivan would have been a great penguin. <laughs> he would have been. He a really would have been a good penguin. Oh God! So yeah, that was my first note on this was that he's a Danny DeVito of wrestling. Um. It's too good. We get a we get a steel chair hit during this match, and I wrote that I feel like this is the first one that we've seen either ever or in a long time where someone yeah. actually used a chair. It's been a while. Usually Since, they use like a weird spray can. I mean, or a yeah, we, we've something. seen we've seen a can that we thought was a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen a can of WD forty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've seen chains, chains, we've, baseball bat. Uh, yeah, a bunch of shit, but. And I feel yeah. like we have seen a chair, but it's I, been a I, minute. I, I, I know, ah, I know. In uh, 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 Macho Man and Steamboat and WrestleMania three, there's a chair involved. Oh, that's right, that's right. So there's we've seen chairs, but, but that NWA, was I think ages is, ago. It was. <laughs> NWA, I think, is more of like the outrageous weapons, and WWE sticks more to like what's around chairs. Yeah, they're chairs like chairs or the ring bell. They're or, like what would actually be hanging out exactly. by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then later down the road, it's like, what would be under the ring? Yeah. Extra tables? Let's put some ladders and some tables and some barbed wire two-by-fours. Just, you know, in case sticks. we need them at exactly. some point. In case we need to set up some catering, we'll just yeah. pull out these fucking six-foot tables. Yeah. There's also a bunch of Gatorade and shit under there. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it's a strange thing. Yeah, this match, uh, super short, comparatively, only eight and a half minutes. Uh, this ending was pretty funny. Yeah. In that uh, the Hawk and Sullivan were the legal men, uh, but Dr. Death is inexplicably trying to pin yeah. Animal, yeah. knowing that neither of them are the legal man. <laughs> yeah. uh, Teddy Long is just looking confused and waving his arms frantically, yeah. going, ah, I'm new, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he realizes that Hawk and Sullivan are the legal men and that Hawk is going for a pin. Yeah. And so he counts, and then... Both Hawk and Dr. Death jump up thinking that they've won, but only one of them has won yet another dusty yeah. ending. Yeah. So this is three in a row. Three so this row. must have all been dusty. It had to have been. I mean, he wasn't on the pay-per-view, exactly. so he yeah. had to have been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, not a bad match. I mean, it was... No, no, no. It, it was, was four... I wished it was dudes. longer. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also just because I still fucking love Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's what and I I'm, use for I'm our a, cover yeah. art. Yeah. And I'm a huge Dr. Death mark. I love that dude. Oh, yeah? Kevin Sullivan's fine. No, he's horrible. <laughs> I like his gimmick. He's so weird and gross, though. He is. I know, but that's kind of what I like about him. Like, yeah. He's unabashedly... I mean, it, yeah. Like, he, he's not so much Danny DeVito as he is just Frank from <laughs> yeah, It's Always There Sunny. we go. Yeah, that's yeah. more accurate. Yeah. He's Frank personified. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Then we get a incredibly boring promo from Lex Luger. Yeah. Where Luger is Luger legit like... Luger has never been good He's like... Mike. 
yeah, I'm just um, I'm really proud to be a, a champion in this. Um, it's not a book tour, Lex. Speak up. And uh, it's really good to be here on NPR on this Saturday <laughs> morning. And, uh, I'm Lex here for Luger. Your, uh, drive time. And I'm here to talk about wrestling on NPR. <laughs> it was that fucking Welcome boring. Welcome to the Prairie Home Companion. I'm Lex Luger. I'm Lex Luger. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about daffodils. <laughs> today we're going to talk about figure four leg locks. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah. So weird. I yeah. did not care for it. No, he's, yeah, way oh. too... That, that kind Pep of it up, like, Lex. Yeah, that, that sort of like soft promo only worked for Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so now here we go. Uh... I need you to find okay. 15810. 158 and it's before the match starts. Okay, so uh while we're doing this, they're they're showing us a sort of a montage of a, how did we get here between um Rick uh Ricky Steamboat and yeah. um Rick Flair. Um two my two notes before this happened were uh that if you do last name first uh, Ricky Steamboat sounds like an old Disney cartoon. Steamboat Ricky. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, uh, okay, so they show uh, a scene where, um, okay, you can just pa- leave it okay. right here, okay. and it'll take a few seconds, but before before you push play, um, so the, in this scene, Ricky Steamboat has ripped all of Ric Flair's clothes yes. off, and yes. I got to say, as he's, it was erotic. Very erotic. <laughs> um, so it was very strange. Anyway, so then the, the tide gets turned, and Ric Flair... Is uh, is is beating? Uh, this is this is visual. So you, the listener, will will have to if you can go to WWF Network, pull this up, we'll, yeah. go to one fifty eight ten, and watch as this happens for the heavyweight championship. Okay, so he's world. beating up Ricky Steamboat. Now, now it's important to note right now that Ric Flair is only in. He's not in wrestling trunks. It's legitimately just underwear, underwear. and socks. Okay, yeah. now watch Ric Flair's head. Okay. Five times world champion, the greatest champion ever, has the greatest challenge of his career. Boom. Coming up next. <laughs> he gets oh nailed god. in the head with a piece of garbage. Oh my god. And if you go back and just let it play again, it's so perfectly timed with the, the chop <laughs> that I can't tell if it's the sound of what hit his head or if it's the chop. I'm trying to do like a slow-mo. Times <laughs> world champion, the greatest champion ever, has the greatest challenge of his career. Okay, so we see it coming in. It's right behind Steamboat's head. <laughs> this is a great freeze frame. This is. <laughs> okay, so in, Oh! <laughs> that is perfect. It oh. nails him right is, in oh the my head. God, what is it? I, it looks like a, a cup or a, like a can, maybe? Yeah. Five times world champion. The Here greatest champion ever has the greatest challenge of his career. Boom! <laughs> right there, right? Right on the head. I, I, mean, I have it paused perfectly where it's bouncing off of Rick's head. And there's and something like squirting yeah. out of the top. It's so it's ba- definitely it's Rick's head at a the beverage. same exact moment. That same he's exact chopping Ricky's steamboat. That Rick is chopping steamboat. It is amazing. And, it's coming up. and then he just totally no-sells it. Yeah, just... uh, yeah. He ignores it completely. One more time. Nature boy Ric Flair, five times world champion, the greatest champion ever, has the greatest challenge of his career. Bam! And it's coming up next. <laughs> so Holy great. Shit. So amazing. So fucking good. <laughs> also, uh, I fucking hate every time Jim Ross says world's champion. World's champion. Yeah, like there's multiple no. worlds. No, no, or yeah. that it belongs to the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That yeah, it's yeah. possessive. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Jim Ross was just setting up the multiverse. Yeah, I know. Way you, before, yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, wow, uh, that was amazing. Holy shit, it I can't believe I missed that. blew my mind when it happened. Oh, it's too and good. it's another one of those things where I easily could have missed it. Yeah, I had to have just been looking away right at the exact Writing moment. a note yeah. or something, and I was yeah. writing notes during this time, too. So I'm, I'm Probably so eating more ramen. Happy. And it's one of those things that every time this happens, I go, how much shit did I miss? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, how much shit doesn't happen while I'm looking at the screen? I need to get screen. into the habit of pausing it while I write stuff down. Because usually I'll just let it play as I'm writing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've started to, to pause it. Yeah, I need to start doing that. <sighs> but then, then you still go, oh, there's so much shit not happening. <laughs> I know, I know. But, oh, all for that one brief yep. second yep. Uh, of a guy making a, a licky face at the camera <laughs> or... Or a or a high mom or a, or a someone getting hit in the fucking head with some trash. So good. God damn. Uh, apparently, Ric Flair's entourage now is a bunch of ladies about to go to a funeral. Yeah, yeah. Like they're all decked out head to toe in black. It's very somber looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there and then. Uh, meanwhile, Ricky Steamboat is wearing way too much green. Yeah. He's got green leg uh, trunks. Like, I remember for a while he was wearing, like, the green, but it had, like, it looked like dragon scales, like snake scales on it. As a or cool he'd have, look. like, red trunks with yeah. a dragon on it yeah. and then green boots. These are just boots. full-on green. Yeah. Green on green. Didn't like and it. And it's not even, like, a good green. It's, no, like, no, a no. weird, like... It, I mean, it's like uh, uh, elementary school green. Like, you know, your one, kindergarten color wheels green. It's one step away from being yellow. <laughs> like, that's it's that. It's on the verge. I feel like it's more green than that, but yeah. it was like the... It's kind of like a puke green. <laughs> yeah. That's the be- yeah. Uh, yeah, didn't care for it. No. Um, this match was a how-to on chops, man. Oh, my God. Both of these dudes can chop like a... Mu- Obviously, I, Flair is the best. I will say right out of the gate, I fucking loved this match. It was great. It was 25 minutes, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah. It was really uh, great. I had hardly any notes on the actual wrestling part. Yeah, because it was just fun. I just other didn't want to not Other watch than it. those chops, because every yeah. time I was like, When I loved, there was a point near the beginning where uh, uh, St- or not, uh, Flair would go to chop Steamboat, and Steamboat would take it and then chop Flair back, and Flair would just be destroyed. Yeah. And it was just like that stronger chop, and I, I liked that a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. But it was just, it was an exciting, fun match. I highly recommend it. Throughout this it. match, though, JR keeps talking about the history of like the NWA. Yeah. And he keeps saying 1905. Yeah, instead of 1905. 1905. Since 1905. Nope. No, that's not, nope. a, that's not how you say words. It's not how that's the not, English language not works. Not how numbers work. Uh-uh. Not 1905. That would be 195. Yeah. Not 1905. Yeah, and also you don't, you don't need to add 19 if it's just 195. <laughs> exactly. There's yeah. no need. Yeah. Be- because you haven't. Gotten it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh nineteen oh five. Yeah. Although how great would it be if crazy. the NWA World Heavyweight Championship had been around since the year one ninety five? Yeah. <laughs> like they AD. was fought for in the Crusades and shit. Yeah. Shortly after Jesus' death. <laughs> yes. Oh god. Uh that's that's the headcanon I'm going with now. Yeah. The the world champ the NWA World Championship has been around since since the the dawn since, of man. Yes. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. Uh, so, yeah, this ends. Uh, Steamboat jumps on Flair and the ref off the top rope with a body splash. Hits him with a crossbody, knocks the ref down. So then Teddy Long comes down. Uh, meanwhile, Flair and, and Steamboat go yeah. back and forth for a minute. Steamboat goes to hit another crossbody. Flair moves they, out of the way. Yeah, Then and then Flair goes for a figure four. Rick rolls him up. Rolls him up, and then Teddy Long comes in yeah, and makes the, the count. Yeah. And then we get a, an amazing 
Did you watch the post-match interview? Yes, yes. Uh, Ricky Steam. They're all doing the champagne thing. Ricky Steamboat proceeds to pour champagne over his own head as if he forgot that alcohol burns if it gets in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. So throughout the entirety of his interview, he can barely speak or open his eyes because his eyes are, are getting destroyed yeah. by champagne. Go try and find it real quick. So it makes for an incredibly awkward interview. Yeah. Well, and what's funny, too, is like all the other wrestlers back there are yelling at him, like, speech and stuff, but they're all off screen. Yeah, and, so and no they're, shooting, they're spraying champagne yeah, at him. It's just coming out of nowhere. And, and I don't know if this was on purpose, but I swear to God, it seemed like there was one person who was on purpose trying to spray it in his mouth every time <laughs> he would try and talk. Because every time he would try and speak, someone, it would go right, right in, his, in mouth. his mouth. Yeah, And it was as if like, they were doing it on purpose. Well, it was a really fun... <laughs> and if that was on purpose, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. like, that is exactly the type of shit I would yeah. do. You know that's just Paul Lee back there being an asshole. Yeah, I mean, that, that 100% if I was in the room, I would <laughs> yeah. be that fucking asshole yeah. Yeah. that's like, ha-ha, he has to talk on camera. I'm going <laughs> to make it spray, really hard. Spray shit in his face. Down his throat. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm hilarious. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the start of the program. Yeah, yeah, here we go, here we go. Believed in himself, Rick Steamboat, the world heavyweight champion. Rick. So, yeah, the guys come yeah, in. Yeah, you hear people yelling. It's hard for me to believe what, what's, what I'm holding in my hands after all these years, and I don't know how many kinds of boys with a champagne. <laughs> all right. Okay, okay, so we got, there's, there's Rick Steiner. Luger was next to him. I'm not sure who this that's is. That's Bobo Lex Luger, that? Sweet okay, Stan. Okay, that's Sweet Stan. <laughs> Bobo Lex Luger. <laughs> yeah. Want to see who else? In my hands after all these years. Sting was back there. Kinds of boys with a champagne. So you got Luger, yeah. Sting, Steiner. Yeah. Sweet Stan. Somebody else behind. So you imagine Bobby Eaton? Yeah. Or no, that was Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there. Bob Cottle does not look happy for the champagne. It's whoever's over here. Yeah. All right, so right here he takes a big drink takes of it. Takes a big it, swig, then pours it over his own over head, head, then opens then... his eyes and goes, <laughs> and then goes, ah, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, he is in a lot of pain right now. He can't keep his eyes open to look. You know something, Bob? I just, I just. Oh God, it burns. <laughs> oh, he's trying to rub it out, but he's got champagne all over his hands. And I think that people out there that were trying to call this match. Yeah, he is not. Really <laughs> He's in a lot of pain. Somebody gives him a towel. I'm, I'm shocked, and I just hope that we can. <laughs> just cut. His eyes are. are cl- it's like you know, he's trying not to see a monster in his bed when he's three years old. Like Hoping if you to be close your eyes tight. harder. Yeah. If I could just close my eyes harder, maybe he's trying to like it close will go him. away. Maybe he's trying to like close them so hard he's getting like tears built up to right try and wash it out. Longs is number one. And... <laughs> And, and represent this. Ah, uh, poor Rick belt. Steamboat. Then someone comes in and wipes, wipes it for him. There we go. And and, and for the guys that because they're like, here, you idiot! I gave you this towel. You could have used it, you fucking moron. But he's holding the belt and champagne. He can't. I'm not gonna put one of these down. <laughs> I mean, that's just not an that's option, right? Dumb. To like put this down and then and then wipe my face. Yeah, and then, I can't do cause, that. Because you know, I mean, not neither of the things that I'm holding are on camera. No. It's a fucking, it's a close shot of our two faces. <laughs> I rely entirely on someone else to do this for me. Wow. 
So yeah, that was it. That uh, was this it. time we don't have a uh, like twenty minutes of bullshit <laughs> after no, the after the no, main event. Uh, no bunkhouse stampede. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Afterwards. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Shit! Uh, it was a pretty fun one overall. Yeah, not bad. I liked the setup of this one where it was promo match, promo match, promo match. It flowed better. It did. Yeah. yeah we didn't it didn't get any bit. long like space in between the matches. Everything was cut well. It's pretty good. I feel like they could have given a couple minutes of of. Uh, some of the more boring matches to the Road Warriors match and yeah, made that I, one longer. I still can't believe that that was the shortest, shortest match. And that's, yeah, it was and a the fun only, match. And the only dudes that were from Chicago. Yeah, got the fucking, at least they won. Yeah, they did win and, yeah. and uh, kept their belts. So, so uh, that was exciting. So next yeah. will be Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, WWF Royal Rumble 98 or 89. Or 1989. We're which, jumping ahead. Which apparently featured the, the great pose-off. Yes. Between the Ultimate Warrior and Ravishing Rick yeah. Rude, which you would think that someone from the cosmos, like the Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> from parts unknown, yeah, yeah. would give a fuck Load about... the spaceship with the rocket fuel. And I've got to pose. <laughs> yeah. I need to pose and show off all my back muscles. How many pose-offs is this that we've had to watch? Zero, I think. No, there was the other one with uh, the other one with Rick Rude and I don't think we've seen. Yeah, one. man, it was one of the early ones. It no. was Rick Rude. Yeah, because we were because Rick Rude. We've was just seen people the, lift weights. No, no, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> it was Rick Rude. It was the lady that had the fucking clappy things on her hat. Oh, it was that, that pay per view. It was that pay per view. It was Rick Rude and somebody. I, I love that. That's how yeah. we remember yeah. now. Is by she the had crazy the fan. Too. Yeah. yeah, the crazy fan in the audience. Yeah, it was Rick Rude and I think. Ricky Steamboat? I don't remember, but they had like a pose-off beforehand. I don't know. Billy Carl let us know. Yeah. Corrections are. Billy Carl corrections are. (laughs) Figure out which one that was. Yeah. But we'll see you guys in a couple weeks for uh, WrestleMania. Or no, sorry. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble 1989. Yeah. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Merry Holidays. Adios. Channel 4 and a half.